What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns, here with Sully and Jones. Got another good week for you. We're going to recap some NFL draft uh, and talk about some NBA playoffs. I guess um, we should probably start off with Sully. Your team had arguably the best draft. Maybe you could say the Ravens had a better draft, but Jets are right up there. Yeah, I would say we, from what I've seen, unbiased, we had the second best draft. Um, but yeah, give them an A, A plus, best draft uh, probably in Jets history. I know it's hard to say that because the players haven't panned out yet. But when you get the best wide receiver, the best corner, and the best running back in the draft, um, and you know one of the probably the biggest steal in the draft. Uh, in with a different player in Jermaine Johnson from ACC. I think it's fair to say that. Um, you know, I, I've been confident in Joe Douglas. Sir, some miserable Jet fans are like, oh, he's terrible. I don't know how you look at the Jamal Adams train. I don't know how you look at certain players that we've drafted, Elijah Moore, Michael Carter, um, a lot of the Elijah Vera Tucker trading up for him. I don't know how you look at our, our recent drafts. Um, Carl Lawson, I thought it was a really good signing. Bad luck, he tore his Achilles. Again, not Joe Douglas's fault, though. Uh, I thought if you think if you look at his recent moves last two years, uh, I think he's been one of he's been awesome. It's just the Jets haven't been great. We're rebuilding and rebuilds take time. We won two games two years ago, won four games this year. My goal and my hope is eight wins this year, eight and nine. Uh, But yeah, I mean, right off the bat, I really wanted Kayvon or Sauce Gardner. I mean, like, first off, Trayvon Walker at one. they're, you're a poverty franchise, Jacksonville. Absolutely. Probably shouldn't have been taking the top five or six. Then the Lions take Hutchinson before you can even – before you can snap their fingers. They are mad at them for filling out their cards so quickly. They were actually pissed off. I was going to say, the NFL, got, is, go the NFL got, got pissed at them. I mean, go fuck yourself. This is why it's the no-fun league. Like, come on. Like, like you see a generational player, one of the best players that's local from there, obviously you're going to do that. And then at three, I have no clue. I don't know if you guys are high on Derek Stingley. I have no clue what he's going in the top top seven or eight. Stingley has not been good. He wasn't good his junior year. He wasn't good his sophomore year. There's uh, motivation concerns. There's character concerns. There's he didn't play good since his freshman year concerns. I wouldn't have taken him in the top 10 or 12. Um, like Sauce Gardner hasn't given up more than 13 yards in a game, I believe, last year. Didn't give up a single touchdown last year. I know it's a lower level of competition, but still, he has been – the epitome of a lockdown corner more than 13 yards in a game. That's a catch. That's a 15 yard catch. And he, and he hasn't even didn't even allow that. It, it seems like to me, he, he has the potential to be Revis Island, not saying he will be, but he had long arms, athletic. Um, you know, he's just not very built. That's pretty much the only thing concern. I guess he's, he's not huge, but he's going to, he's a cover corner. Um, so that was a yeah. amazing pick. Uh, then you go at 10, Garrett Wilson was our number one weighted, rated receiver. He's one or two on everyone's boards. Drake London at eight was a gift for us. I don't know why Drake London's going number one wide receiver off the board at eight. Uh, so I was pumped with him. You're going to pair him with Elijah Moore. It's a great duo. And we also have Corey Davis, who's very underrated. And you have Braxton Berrios, who was our wide receiver one for a lot by due to injuries and other concerns. But Berrios has proven to be a very effective player. 
Um, and more. Did you guy. say Elijah Moore? I said more. Yeah, more and more and Wilson would be the one-two to grow with uh, Wilson. Hopefully, for the next you know decade or so. Um, you know, they're two electric players. Both have versatility inside and outside at the X wide receiver position. So, I mean, thrilled to get him another playmaker. And then Jermaine Johnson, we considered taking at ten. Falls to us at twenty six. Lewis Reddick and everyone's like, like freaking out. They're losing their mind. They're like, why is he falling? Is this Lar- uh, Laramie Tensel two Like, there needs to be something. Character. This. A video. Nope. Nope. Everyone just teams like the Saints and poverty franchises are trading up for wide receivers. There's a huge wide yeah. receiver run. You trade up for Chris Olave and you're the Saints. That was ridiculous. Teams are yeah, trading I, up I didn't for like wide that receivers. Pick at all. I mean, and they reached for him. You traded up for a receiver and reached for him. I've never – ridiculous. They uh, traded but, up twice. Yeah, I mean – I mean, they didn't, they didn't trade up twice on draft day, but they traded up like four days before the draft. Yeah, with Eagles. They, tr- they gave up a first-round pick to move up like fucking four spots. I know. And Horrible. then they d- did it again. Seems like a team panicking without Drew Brees, post-Drew Brees, and Sean Payton. Um, when you look at what they gave up for, the, for Chris Olave, it's insane. It's like – Two first round picks, two third round picks, and like I mean, I, you know, two other yeah. late picks. I wouldn't do that for you know Jameson Williams or um, the number or Garrett Wilson. I wouldn't do it for any receiver in the in the league. I was, gonna, uh, I don't know if I'm doing that for the number one pick in the draft this year. Yeah, like you know, yeah. In, in a draft like this, if you don't need a quarterback, fuck you, trading up two first round picks for. I don't care this if it's was, fucking this was, the best defensive end you've ever seen. This was one year where I was like, wow, teams are. Missing layups like Hutchinson, missing, skipping on Hutchinson for Walker, skipping on Sauce Gardner for Singley. Like teams are like you could give a ten-year-old the draft board and they could do a better job than half these teams. And I'll get to the Patriots soon, Tom. Don't you worry. Oh, the big thing, of, <laughs> big thing in New England fans is we go, oh, we don't, we don't care about the draft. Oh yeah, Bill's gonna go ten and six. Cool, cool. I mean, yeah, you're gonna possibly not even make the playoffs this year potentially. We'll get to that. Um, the AFC super stacked. I don't think it's a shoe and the Pats make the playoffs. So we'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, Jermaine Johnson at 26, Mel Kuyper and McShay had them at top 12 players. They were, our, he was our eighth player. So we have three of our top eight players. We got with picks, uh, four, 10 and 26. Can't write it better. Oh, and then we trade with the giants and get the best running back in the league, uh, in coming up to the league in, in Breesy all from college, uh, from Iowa state, uh, to pair with Michael Carter, who looked great. But Michael Carter isn't a work, workhorse running back. He's a third down, uh, 10 to 15 carry guy. He's an Austin Eckler at best, uh, load-wise, prior to this year. Still probably a stretch. So it was awesome that we got another, again, another uh, amazing talent. He's not as well-known because Iowa State isn't the best uh, football program. But we get a stud in Breesy he's Hall. He's nice, I mean, man. He's real his, good. His NFL comparison is Najee Harris. Like, he does it I all. Know. He, he I know. catches, he, he blocks, he, catches. he does everything. I know. That's why I've never been so excited and enthused for a season um, as I have been this year. Like, we like normally it's like, oh, that pick, you know, that might be okay. Like, you got to get to the third or fourth round where it's like, that's a risky pick for us. Um, and that when we traded with people to move up and stuff, we really didn't give up an arm and a leg. And the stuff we did – we had the surplus from Jamal Adams trade and Sam Donald trade. We, we coupled those uh, Jamal Adams and Sam Donald into like an insane amount of many of the guys I just named. Um, So, you know, I couldn't be happier. Um, I think people are finally like, wow, the jets are on the right path. I thought they were, I mean, we're getting, hopefully getting Makai Becton back this year. We're getting Carl Lawson back. Um, We signed uh, Whitehead from solid safety from the, 
Bucks. We signed a, a good number two quarter corner in uh, DJ Reed from uh, Seattle. So we've made lots of improvements to this roster. Uh, we've seen like Lincoln Tomlinson, a top 10 or 12 guard from the, from the uh, Niners. Uh, you know, another year of development for Elijah Vera Tucker, who was a stud as a rookie. I'm going to assume he's going to get better in his second year. He looks like to be a pro bowler um, like McShay and Kuiper have said for years to come. He was as advertised last year. I just think there's a lot to be excited about. And I think at this point, if this team doesn't succeed in the next, you know, few years, it's because Zach Wilson doesn't pan out. He's got, you know, people say we have a terrible line. We had the 15th ranked line last year, according to PFF, and we get Makai Becton back and Lincoln Tomlinson back. So if McBecton plays and is, um, you know, he's committed and all that, and you get Lincoln Tomlinson, who's a great card, there's no reason this shouldn't be a top 10 unit. And again, another year of development for AVT. There's no reason George Fant played at an incredible level. The only guy you can really look at now that's not great is like Connor McGovern, our center. He's like, uh, he's an average center. But other, everyone else is like, is like good or stu- good to, you know, great uh, capability. So I'm super pumped. Um, we got weapons. We got, you know, uh, no more Braxton Barrios as the number one wide receiver. I love the trio of receivers. Now I love the duo of running backs. Oh, we got CJ Uzama and Tyler Conklin, who quietly had a very good year. And we draft the Lindenhurst New York kid, Jeremy Ruckert, in the third round, which people are saying is a steal. He's an elite blocker already, uh, and he's got a lot of untapped receiving potential. He's had a, he had a lot, was very good in the red zone, but wasn't really used as much in the receiving game because they had Olave and they had, you know, uh, Garrett Wilson and stuff. So they didn't really need him, but. He's got a lot. So we got three, potentially three really good, solid tight ends. So we do need some help. You know, we could use another safety. We could use some people, some linebackers. We, it's not that we don't have any holes, but, but man, I mean, this is the best. I think the Jets have been set up for the future in a while. There's people that are like, the Jets are set up as well as anyone for the next five or six years. Like people that hate the Jets, people that, you know, that just like couldn't care for them at all. So I, I think a lot of people, like, I think if you ask a Pats fan, they'll be like, oh, they're the Jets, you know, they're the Jets. They're not going to, you know, I've heard that from a lot of my Oh, no, I think, I, I think this, this could be like fourth place for the Pats this year. I, I think you agree? very Good. easily. Oh, you, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not confident. You weren't in very, bu- the, the, yeah, you weren't very bullish on yeah, the I mean, Pats last let's year. Let's not act like Miami hasn't no. made major improvements too. No, oh, I know Tyree, but they had amazing free agency and off season outside. How, of yeah, how many teams I, in the AFC I, can you say they are straight? You cannot say the Jets are any no longer bad. Who? What teams are straight up no. bad? Like I see projections where projected to be the third overall pick last year. I'm like, I'm like, hello. You think we're gonna go three and three and fourteen? I, I just didn't reform. I, mean, I don't understand. People think we're, we're going to have the third pick in the draft. That's disrespectful. The AFC is stacked. We could win six or seven games. Mm-hmm. It's totally possible. Um, you know, but like, what teams yeah, are yeah, bad? I mean, look at the you have the Jaguars, Jaguars are bad. And Texans, Texans. What other team is straight up bad? Those are the only two teams. The Steelers are not straight up bad. Um, no. You know, the the, the Browns are the Browns are if they don't get a quarterback if Deshaun gets. Like if Deshaun gets suspended for the year and Baker refuses to play, they're they're bad. Potentially, but I mean, I don't want it. Like I, I, they were fucking eight and eight with every all this talent that they have. I don't want to hear like with, if you take away quarterback, they're a fucking with, five or six win team. Yeah, they could be, but with Watson, they're probably like a ten or eleven win team easily. So, yeah, assuming, That's what I said, assuming, but I, yeah, I, I, I find it impossible, regardless of what happens with his legal the legal yeah. side of thing. I find it impossible we that just, he doesn't get suspended I at do least it, half I the think, season. 
I just don't think he's going to get suspended as long as you do. But that's, that's yeah. True. But also they can find. Some, I mean, they could, they could they could trade. They could find someone like Jimmy G. They could or short term they could they could they they could find a quarterback and get rid of Baker. I think Baker's going to end up going to Carolina eventually. Uh, I think it's and I I would love that. Just spite Robbie Anderson, that piece of shit. Hate Robbie Anderson. Yeah, Robbie Anderson. I Robbie Anderson needs to relax. Like he, Robbie Anderson's the fucking Baker Mayfield of wide receivers. He, he is like you Robbie know, Anderson. Like, Robbie, he's nothing like to fucking not, write home about. Yeah, like they're probably in a similar like Robbie. Like this isn't you're not DeAndre Hopkins. Well, can't even say it now with the with the suspension. But you're not Calvin Johnson. You're not you're not Je- Justin Jefferson. And who says that? I've never heard a receiver say that. We're like no shot. Not him coming to my team. Like I, you never hear that. And it's like not that. Again, like Baker's a starting caliber quarterback. We all agree and know that. Like whether you where you put him 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, I was gonna say he's about a middle of the road starting caliber quarterback. And if you were to take the two, you know, the one and two wide receivers on every NFL team, the two starting wide receivers, Robbie Anderson's about a middle of that pack. He's probably a top forty wide receiver. Yeah, that's he's probably in that forty. He is. 40, so, 35 to 45 range. It's just so odd that you have such an opposition. This isn't like Blake Bortles, like off of, you know, you know, smoking, ripping cigs and like second or third string. Like, oh, yeah, we want him. Uh, I, it's just, it's odd. And he's had a lot of run ins with the law, not even just because he was on the Jets. He was just a terrible person in general. Um, if you have a look up Robbie Anderson history, terrible guy. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. But I think he's kind of going to go there. But yeah, so that's three at most, three straight up bad teams. But right now, assuming that he's not a suspended for the year because he's not right now, in my opinion, there's two straight up bad teams in the Texans and the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, if you're Trevor Lawrence right now, I mean, you almost went to the Jets. Like, think about if Trevor Lawrence was on the Jets right now, like how they'd be looking. I think people would be one more optimistic on the Jets because uh, people just lose their mind over Trevor Lawrence. And two, I mean, you're going to be you might like this team, you know. This team did not draft well. The Jags did not draft well. They made shitty signs in the offseason. They gave Christian Kirk 80 Sure, you good. You good. You have a solid receiver now. You paid a million dollars to. I mean, there's like the AFC is so bright right now, both future and present. Uh, like if you're Trevor Lawrence, like I'm wanting to get out in a year or two if this if this doesn't get better. So, you know, I, I'm not saying he's the next Zion minus the injuries, but like, I mean, I wouldn't want to be playing in Jacksonville right now. I see no future right now with the Titans or the Texans. Um, so it's going to be tough for like teams. Yeah, like you have, I mean, you have all these teams. You have the come Steel- on up to New York. Yeah, <laughs> come on come up. up. All these teams. It's just so stacked. You got the you got the Browns. You got the you got the Chargers. You got the Chiefs. You have the Titans, the Colts. Uh, you know the the Broncos. The Raiders are really severely underrated. Um, you know, the Bengals, I, I mean, you know, the Pats should be decent. The Dolphins are improved. The Jets are improved. It's just – and that's where it's like there's some. There's going to be a lot of talented teams, whether it's someone like the Patriots, whether it's um, the Ravens again, you know. There's going to be some really good teams that or teams that we think are good that just, you know, get injuries and don't, don't – it's going to take probably 11 wins to win in the AFC. Uh, to make the playoffs, like you're probably going to need to go at least eleven and six. But someone's got to lose. 
Someone's, you know what I mean? That's the thing. Like, Someone's got to lose the games also. There's I, not going to be there's not going to be 12 8, 11 win teams in the AFC. It's just it, it, we I agree that we all they all have the talent to do it, but someone's got to lose the games, you know. Well, they do, but they also like, also it, it 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 can be better or worse depending on how much they beat up the NFC and I'm assuming they're going to beat the shit out of the NFC when they do play them. Um that's yeah. fair, but like I mean, everyone's talking about the AFC West like I just don't – everyone's like, oh, they're all, like, 12-win teams. Like, yeah, in a well, certain no, world, not, they're, all, they're right. They yeah, all are 12-win teams, but someone's going to win eight games. But I see three teams. You know? I see – if for three wild cards, I see at least two of the three wild cards coming from the West. Um, right. I think there will only be yeah. one, maybe – there will obviously be one. But, like, in the AFC East, like, there could possibly be – it could possibly just be the Bills that make I mean, Yeah, the that's, that's kind of how I see yeah. it. Like – like I think one of the cults of the Titans probably will get the short end of the stick, um, right? And then you know I'm thinking because realistically, two AFC North with, teams with, will likely come in out because like you like the Bengals right. and the Ravens would be my favorites. Then depending on the Deshaun Watson situation with the Browns, that's you know I mean if Deshaun Watson plays, that's one of the most talented teams right there. Um, that team, I mean, yeah. we know what Watson can do when he's got a talented team. Uh, and then you know, and then like if the Steelers get good quarterback play they improved a ton in the draft and, and defensively like and they drafted pickens like the steelers don't have a bad team at all like and i'm gonna assume and again this pickens, is like, i wanted the giants to take him so bad i know such a miss he's, of a pick I, I don't does. mind the like i don't i think the kid's gonna be a, a decent player but i think i just pickens on on the line there it's just seemed yeah. like a reach and i just right feel player. that like the like like mitch trubisky this year is going to be better than ben roethlisberger was last year um, and I think it sounds insane, but uh, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger was the third worst quarterback QBR wise. Um, he just, I mean, we've known it. He has had a dead arm for years. Like he just, you know, the offense is so limited when you can't throw the ball more than 20 yards down the field. Like Mitch at least has a solid, good arm and more mobile again. Like he's like, they're not going to be having as many sacks. Ben was a statue back there. Like so many things open up when you just have like, you know, people just think Mitch of in a really negative light. Um, but you know, he had a winning record with Matt Nagy as his OC. Um, so he's like the type of mobile you need. Like he's like Aaron Rodgers type mobile. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't look to run. He's, he's looking to exactly. It's not look to run, but I'm escaping everything. I'm, I'm taking those seven yards. No problem. Like I'm not running's not my, my want or need, but I'm getting, I'm, I'm avoiding the sack. I'm, you know, I'm I'm getting away from you to throw it away. I'm I'm getting those four yards. I'm you know, he's athletic enough. He runs like Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes run. You know, yeah, which yeah. is really the right the right way to do it. Yeah, I I agree. It's just you know, it's I, I'm a lot, I'm probably a lot higher on him than most. You might be as well. Um, but I just you know, I think he's he's gonna have he's gonna have two really good receivers, possibly three with Pickens. He's gonna have a run game gonna have a solid old line and a great defense like i know he had some good pieces in al robinson and uh a really good defense in chicago but matt Nagy is such a cancer man he's he's so bad like he just you know so like if if mitch plays solid like not amazing plays solid doesn't turn it over and like you know gets the ball playmakers like they could win 10 games easily so um and you know you could have a team like the jets that like you know that you know, again, let's think about the Bengals last year. They were projected to get pro- projected to get six wins last year. Like I'm not saying the Jets are going to be the Bengals, but a team that adds a lot of talent in the draft that's young, um, you know, a, a quarterback with a lot of potential. A team like that, that's a sleeper team. Someone like the Jets, um, you know, that's like oh, they could surprise people. 
Um, you know, maybe maybe Trey Lance takes, you know, with the Niners, they go from good to great potentially. You never know. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe in the West, maybe Fields rips it up this year. Um, you know, you never, you never know. There's always teams that come out of the woodwork that you're like, wow, you know, what would you say if you said the Bengals won the Super Bowl last year? Like you're like, oh, they have right. no, they have no O line. Yeah, I mean, we you saw know? that. Everyone, when Orlovsky said that in the preseason, everyone flipped out. Like I, laughing, I like Orlovsky. Making fun of him. I like Orlovsky personally. I, think, I do too. I think he gets too much shit. Uh, but and then he like doesn't get credit for that, which is like the best call in like the last ten years. Um, I know. Yeah, literally. Know. So you know. You know, teams are going to come out of the blue, and you're right, Dave. There's going to be not everyone going to win 10, 11, 12 games. There's going to be teams that project, could be the Chiefs win nine games this year, miss the playoffs if Mahomes yeah. misses a few games. It could be, you know, all four of those teams are confidently not could making the playoffs. Could be the, the fucking playoffs. Bengals. I mean, could, could be the be Bengals. Bengals I personally don't think that because they improved their line so much, but you never know. Um, you you really never know, and uh, it's I, I'm not excited for it. I'm a little nervous being in an AFC team, but um, I guess. Dave, how do you think the uh, the Giants draft was? I heard, I thought it went very well early. Yeah, I think that's kind of everyone's sentiment. It went, you know, could not have asked for a more dream scenario in the, in round one. Um, you know, two glaring needs at edge and and tackle, and you get you know, arguably the two top players at those positions on a lot of people's draft boards. Um, if not the top, then the second best. Um, so you, you got to love that. Uh, wide receiver, I get why they went wide receiver. Um, that's not the guy I would have taken, but you can kind of get they a take feel again? for uh, Wendell something, Robinson out of uh, Kentucky. Oh, I'm He's not a sure short little dude, like 5'8", five, 5'9", five, speedster. Um, he's going to play a slot, but, you know, it's like, because they're trading Tony, can't right? really stay in the field. They're trading Tony. What? No, I don't think so. I don't think because I, <clears throat> I think they like was Tony. I think a they slot were talking guy, right? about it. Tony's a slot guy, right? Yeah, I mean that's, that's what they played him in. They, he's like, but he's like Tyreek. Like he'll play where fucking wherever. You know, he's just like an insane athlete. Just get him the ball. You know. Yeah. Um. So, but like Sterling Shepard can't stay in the field. Who the fuck knows if Kenny Galladay knows how to catch football anymore? Um. So I get what they're doing, trying to, you know, build depth at the position. Um, I just would have taken Pickens there if I was them. Um, you know, Sp- Shepard probably won't be there after this I year. I would have as well. Um, Pickens, uh, is just, he's yeah. a uh, he's a, like a high-risk guy. Like, he's either going to be yeah. like a huge bust or he's going to be like, oh, he's a top 15 receiver in the league. Exactly. And he, it was that thing that came out that he got in some major car accident like a week before the draft. And that came yeah. out on draft day. Um, and it, like, uh, he hit his head. He smashed his head against the windshield or something. There was some, like, Whatever, injury that came I'm out sure of it. Fine. Yeah. I, I mean, if you see the video of him dancing around after getting drafted, he looked he looked like he was fucking in a Tonka tar- truck crash. Like, n- no worries <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, so. So, I think that was overblown. But, I, I mean, you know, I like that they still addressed offensive line. They got into some was another cornerback. Um another safety you know it we'll see um to me it's like if you any draft you go into if you can come out with like two great players two stars two lifetime you know career contributors in your starting lineup that's a win and i think they do that with the first two picks they made yeah so um and you know for it to i think a lot of the 
the same way with the Jets first round, how it went is they both were in the unique position of being in a position to draft positions of need that also lined up with the value of those players yeah, in that position. That was a, you know, the Jets needed a cornerback and the Giants needed a defensive end. And those prospects lined up with, of those positions lined up with where they were drafting and, and so on with wide receiver and, and offensive tackle for the Giants. Um, so, yeah, I think it was a slam dunk in, in that regard. Very excited for their future. Um, I think it, this, this year, you know, Daniel Jones, no excuses. We, you know, we, we know what you are after this year. You know, yeah, there's, you, there's, you have weapons. You have a, a competent offensive line because hopefully a competent offensive uh, line. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, uh, but we also signed uh, what's his name from the Colts. If I always forget his fucking name, but he's it, supposed to be yeah, very solid. We'll see. Um, you know, I I just think they should definitely be a lot better. But injuries happen. We'll see. We'll see. Exactly, um, injuries happen. Is, but and, and it kind of goes the same with saying, Barkley. Goes the same with Barkley at this point. Yeah, you know? and I'm not saying like. The Giants are going to be good. The Giants are going to win nine, ten games. Uh, I'm Giants, just saying, yeah. Daniel Jones has the tools, and if we don't see some real improvement, there's no reason to even consider bringing you back for a year, let alone multiple years. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that you guys had good drafts. I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy for would you, you would because. Trump, would you say you had a strange draft? Yeah, considering we drafted a quarterback, two running backs, a wide receiver, and three offensive linemen, and no linebackers. Yeah, I'd say we had a pretty strange draft. You didn't get it. I don't know why we're drafting a quarterback. I don't know why we're drafting a wide receiver. Don't know why we're drafting two running backs when we have Stevenson. We have Damian Harris. Oh, strange. Yeah, we had a strange draft. Yeah. Well. Yeah, well, picking up. Yeah, picking up strange in the first round. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you know what? I was. I've been sitting here listening to how good of a draft both of your teams had, and I'm just sitting here wondering, you know, what the what, I saw what they the got hell happened? Fantasy Pros graded them as an F, and he, and he was like, yeah. just so you guys know, he was like the guy riding this. He's like, I am a Patriots fan, so yeah. I mean, it's it. I Dude, can we talk? Why about are we how, drafting? Can we talk about how overrated Bill is as a drafter? Like how over? Like yes, I know we know certain great you know late snags and late round guys but like you go year by year i was looking recently of like the picks like their picks are horrible um, have not panned out whether it's like Nikhil harry or like isaiah win and like just like all these like like just i you know like they haven't been able to draft the receiver and we've known that forever um you know there's the occasional good player mac jones is going to be a good quarterback uh we think and you know that was that was a guy that fell to their lap that was an automatic pick for them obviously um yeah, but, you know, just like like I feel like Bill tries to get cute. Like he's like, oh yeah, like you know, we'll take this kid from Chattanooga. We're gonna, you know, he's probably laughing. He's like, we're gonna surprise everyone. Like he could be good. Just like, but you could have gotten him in the second round, one hundred percent. And there's a chance you could have gotten the third. So and we could have like, gotten a first round DB or linebacker. You know, a position that we're in dire need of a of a good player at. <laughs> but lose, no, it's fine. We didn't AC draft. Jackson, we didn't draft right? a linebacker. You lost huh? Casey Jackson, right? The uh yes and uh, obviously gilmore last year too yeah. um yeah malcolm butler is our second um that's not great cornerback so that's not great that's and be i mean we drafted who do we get we got uh the kid from houston um marcus jones and then also jack jones <laughs> from <laughs> 
from Arizona State. So just two Jones at at cornerback. So that's yeah, literally. Who the hell is that? So I mean, no, yeah, definitely an F of a draft. Um, and that's pretty much yeah all I have to say about that. Let's talk about the NBA. <laughs> we just needed to address that it was a pitiful draft for me and great for you guys. I'm happy for you. I really am. I had a great 20-year run. It's doesn't seem to be continuing anytime soon. Yeah, but even then, you guys sucked at drafting. Yeah, but like, we had, we had, the, like we had the best quarterback ever. I don't care. Yeah, that's fucking Brady. We had a we had a guy we had a guy who could just make things happen all the time. Yeah. So, well, like, honestly, who was the last first round pick the Patriots re-signed off their rookie deal? Like, first round pick. Uh, Damian Harris. Oh, he might still be him. on his rookie deal, though. He's on his rookie deal, definitely. No, you're right. He's still on his rookie deal. Yeah, because that was only three years ago. Um, maybe Gerard Mayo, maybe? Probably Gerard Mayo. Okay. Dante Hightower. Yeah, I always get that mixed up. Yeah, Dante Dante Hightower. So we got Cole Strange, um, Mac Jones, Christian Barrymore. Um... Why does it only say the time? Where does it only say the last two years? It's oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry. Don't know how rows work. Apparently, Kyle Duggar. Uh, no, it's second round. They never first. Nikhil Harry. No. Isaiah Wynn. Sony Michelle. Um, uh, didn't have a first round pick the year before that. Didn't have a first round pick the year before that. Malcolm Brown traded his ass the year before that. Dominic Easley. Uh, so right now we're in 2014, 2013. Jamie Collins. You reached oh. him, right? Or did you trade him and then? Yep. So you got no. He traded him to the Browns, didn't you? He, I think he got a second contract though. Oh, he may. Um, have. Chandler he, Jones. Chandler we, Jones. We resigned Chandler Jones and, and then Dante, traded and then him to Arizona. What? What a what Devin, a, what Devin a poor, McCourty. What a poor trade! Oh my De- God, Chandler Jones. Devin McCourty. Devin McCourty yeah. had had been a staple. Devin McCourty's um, been very good. Vince Wilfork. <laughs> Back in 04. Yeah, I was going to say, Vince Wolfork was like fucking 20 years ago. <laughs> Richard Seymour. <laughs> Ty Law, Ty Law. Yeah, Come on. Fucking Vince Wolfork was on the 1984 Miami team with Michael Irving. Yeah, um, it, it, it it hasn't been great. It hasn't it hasn't been great. Um, yeah, no, has not has not been great. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the NBA. So we're in the second round of the NBA playoffs, guys. Conference semifinals. Um, so what? We got the Heat Sixers. Sully, you're up 1-0. Uh, How you feeling? I, I feel like did. you guys are going to take this series probably in six. Six? I think six. That's, I mean, I think that's, it might be four without Embiid. I don't. I don't. I was being. I was being nice to the Philly people, but yeah. Look, if there's any group of people Philly that does not to not be nice, nice to, yeah, yeah it's, it's Philly. I mean, it's so Philly. You're the earliest Embiid comes back, I've heard is Game Three or Game Four. Um, I haven't heard the latest update, but I, I mean, we know he's not playing tonight. Lowry's still out for us. I mean, you know, we're not even playing Duncan Robinson because Max Struess is better than him, and we gave Duncan Robinson a lot of money. But whatever, we just have a insane depth right now. Oladipo's playing well. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we don't even have Kyle Lowry. So, like, I know Kyle Lowry isn't Joel Embiid, but it's not like we're full strength. Um, and we played the worst first half we could. We had, like, 10 turnovers, and I think we were down one at half. We were in control for most of the first half, and then we just ran away with it in the second half. Uh, you know, we're, the Philly's not winning a game until Embiid comes back. Like, And even if – if Embiid, if they had Embiid, I'm fully taking the heat in probably six, being that James Harden 
I, I mean, if the Heat are healthy with Kyle Lowry guarding James Harden, James Harden isn't score more than 12 points a game. Um, like you say, just, you're not riding the backs of a consistent and notoriously great playoff performer, James Harden. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> you know, so I, I yeah. just I think, you know, I think we do. If MB comes back for game four, I'll give Philly game four, maybe. But it also could just be a disaster. And MB and Harden could be causing a shit storm. And I'm sure maybe Doc and people are like, dude, fucking stop going to the fucking strip club with me till five in the fucking morning, you loser. James Harden at this point, I think he definitely cared at certain points. James Harden does not care about basketball. There's no way anyone can convince me. I think he really did at certain points in his career with OKC and early on in Houston. But there is no way you can tell me with a straight face. He, I don't care what he says. There's no way he cares about basketball. You see how fat he is? You see yeah, how like if, he, he is? if he got banned from the league for something, he'd be upset for like 48 hours. Yeah. Like, and would just, like if, you, and if you told him you're, like, you're still getting your money, he'd be like, oh, okay, I'm good. I think I don't. Right, yeah, I, I no think worries. I think it's almost better if they still had Ben Simmons, even because maybe you'd you'd possibly be able to trade him to someone. Because James Harden, James Harden's the next Russell Westbrook. No one wants James Harden. I mean, like Dude, this. And was, if they give him that extension, oh my god, the Sixers, you the Sixers cannot, are gonna be bad for a decade if they give him that. You s- cannot extension. give him the extension. You uh, you cannot like you like that is the word like it's terrible because you. But think of it just like. They should think of it as like Ben Simmons was a wasted pick. Drummond probably wasn't going to be a part of our future. Giving away Seth Curry was not good. Um, but, like, you know, you just got to you just gotta call it a wash. You got to cut your losses while you're ahead because he – James Harden's this bad, and he's 32 or 33, and, like, he can't score. James Harden was always a great scorer. He can't score now. So, like, what does he do? He's going to pass the ball, sick. He's going to get seven to eight assists a game, sick. And he's going to shoot – 32% from three and 40% from the field. Like, and that's him now at 32. Think about when he's going to be 36, 37, 38. Like if there's anyone that can, can give you 60, 70 cents on the dollar from like what they think James Harden can be, you take it in a second because this is going to get yeah. real ugly. I, I, I love Embiid, even though I'm a Heat fan, I absolutely love Embiid. I think he just, he's just had to deal with so much bullshit with Simmons and now Harden. Like, I feel like, He's just had a really tough hand in that regard of just, and he's had his own injuries. Like he's a baller, dude. He he is a baller, man. I know he's. Oh like, yeah. Like he like you know like he like plays with hard. He does it all. He plays threes. He he sh- shares the ball. Like I just want him to have a chance to win a championship. And if they sign James Harden, he does not have a chance. He's gonna have to force his way to Philly. Um, and if they do re-sign James Harden, I hope he forces. Well, he's his only way. got like if they sign because they got Harden for this year and then one more year, right? His contract's up after next year. And then Embiid's only another year after that, I think, right? Until he's a free agent? Uh, yes, I believe so. So, I mean, he, he won't have to force his way out. He'll just say, I'm leaving. And he'll say, I'm not re-signing anywhere. And he'll say, I'm not. He could just, he shouldn't do what Melo did and say, and, you know, force his way out. Just wait till you're a fucking free agent. It's just, so your but- team that you're going to doesn't get fucking decimated. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Melo could have just waited four fucking months and signed with the Knicks, but he had to get traded to make his extra fucking 8% on his fucking extra year of his contract. Um, So, you know, took a bunch of assets away from us. But, and it's the same thing. Like, just say who you're going to sign with. Just say, I'm only accept a trade to, you know, the Bulls, whatever. You know, just, and then just don't, and then the Bulls will be like, okay, well, I'm not going to give you anything for that. And then the Sixers will either accept a shitty trade or let him walk. 
and then he'll just go sign with whoever, you know? Yeah. Or, or the only other option is to sign and trade after. So he's got one but more year? Still, that's... Or two more years? I don't know. I, I No, I think thought he had one more year after Harden. That's what I was saying. Like, he wouldn't have to ask his way out because he's got four years left in his deal. Oh, he's got – he's signed until 2027. You are quite wrong, Dave. Oh, damn. Okay, what? Well, yeah. So then, yeah, okay, so he does have four years left in his deal. Yeah, so, um, yeah, he's got to force his way out. Uh, like, if I'm Embiid, I'm trying to force my way down anyway. Like, if anyone deserves to force their way out, it's, it's Embiid with what he's put up with with these Simmons antics. And I think he really loves Philly, but, you know, it's just not – it's not going to happen if they re-sign him. I mean, you know, they're – I thought they were lucky to get out of the first series against Toronto. I think if Toronto's fully healthy, they probably beat the Sixers. So, um, if the know. Sixers lose like an embarrassing fashion this this year, if I'm the Pelicans, I call them and say, "You want Zion? Zion, Zion, a couple of first rounders, a couple of you know maybe one of their young guys, Kier Lewis or something. Do they still have him? Nikhil Walker Alexander." One of those guys. Uh, they don't have Nikhil. They have Kira, and they have. Okay, yeah. They have another young. Well, they got some young guys. They just drafted. Jackson Hayes, called yeah. you know Zion Jackson Hayes, and why do you and want Harden? Kira Lewis, or what? Why do you want Harden if you're them? Other than the first. No, Embiid. Oh, Embiid. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, I, I was off. Oh, yeah, Embiid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and then. Because I mean, I mean listen, of, if, if Philly ain't Jonas winning at that point, you're gonna get you're gonna get rid of Jonas for the money. Gonna, you know, and, and yeah, sure. But if, if Philly, you you give, I mean, I know it's a tough pill to swallow, and Philly would hate, like the fan base would hate them for it. But you ain't winning if you ain't winning with this this crew. You ain't winning with Embiid ever because you don't have the means to get no. anything better with them. I mean, you, you, I mean they couldn't <laughs> yeah. win when they had Tobias Har- Harris, Joel Embiid, uh, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler. And I think they had someone else. You know, they and Ben Simmons, a yeah. healthy Ben Simmons. They couldn't win with four legit, really good players. Um, they've done so much retooling. It feels like the Pistons from years ago. Like they tried to, they were always in like the seven or eight seed. Um, you know, but I, my fear is though for the Philly fans and everything is that this is going to be a cop out that Joe Allo is going to play the last game or not at all. And you'd be like, Oh, we just didn't win. Cause MB didn't play like um, the heat were the one seed. Like I still am taking, I'm still taking uh, the heat in the series over, over Philly. And we played well against Philly this year. Um, so, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it'd be a really good series, but and especially with the way Harden's playing now, I'm and how Lowry can defend Harden, I'm definitely taking the Heat probably in six. So, um, like that's the thing they would you'd need really good effective Harden at minimum to beat the Heat, and uh, you're not getting anything close to that. So, and oh, you know, and you, you got Doc Rivers as your coach. That's where the only reason Doc may get. Yeah. It. If Doc if Doc gets fired, he's going to Lakers. You can book that. That'll be hilarious. Now, what about our uh, GM LeBron? Going to have him there in two seconds. That'll be a shit. Now, what about our other Eastern series? So, kind of two two big wins. Bucks won by like 13, 14, game one. Celtics win by twenty five last night. They did not. Whoa, 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 I will whoa, say. Whoa, 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 whoa! The, the Celtics won by thirteen last night. So. No, they didn't. They won by twenty five. So they won twenty three. Oh, I apologize. By twenty three points. You're right. You're right. It was it was a thirteen. Point the Bucks game, won right? by 
You're right. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. And then the Bucks didn't score. The Bucks didn't score in the final three minutes. You're right. They did. It was 86-99 last three minutes. Yeah. They beat them soundly, though. Yeah. The point is they beat them soundly. They beat them just like the Bucks beat them soundly. Um, Right. Well, they beat them soundly on possibly the worst shooting night that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have had all season together. I mean, him, Smart, Smart, Brown, and Tatum combined for like 13 for 42 from the floor. That was just a pitiful shooting night in game one. Yeah, they, that's true. Uh, but Giannis also shot it was, 25. He didn't shoot well either. Um, and no, Drew, but he had a triple-double. Yeah, but he always really, he always at least has a double-double. Um, but Tatum shot four of nine from three. Brown shot three of nine from three. I know they didn't shoot great overall, but they're still, you know, they still made 18 three, shot 36% from three. So it wasn't like you yeah. know, they didn't shoot well overall, but from three, they still, you know, I, I, I'm just more, much more bullish on the Bucks than you probably are. Obviously, uh, I just think, obviously, if, if Chris Middleton's back, I don't think this is, um, I don't want to say much of a series, but I think it's a huge advantage to Milwaukee, um, you know, because it's clear they, they missed him last game. But, you know, uh, you know, the Bucks did what they were supposed to do. They, they, it's just, they did it in reverse order. So for quote unquote momentum, but, you know, if you're the road team, you're supposed to take one of the two, like the Warriors did. The Warriors took the first one, lost the second. That's no issue. Like you're, you're supposed to take one of two. Like no one expects you to win both. You have home court. You, you won back home court. court. Yeah. They, they won home court. So, um, and if they possibly get Middleton back at some point, you know, that's a huge, uh, shot in the arm for the Bucks. Uh, emotionally and on the court. So, is there a chance he plays? Is there a chance he plays in this series? I believe. I thought so. he was like done for the series, no matter what. No, uh, he's not done, no matter what. This is, I mean, you know, um, I've just I haven't heard anything that like he could play game three. I don't think he'd possibly play till later in the uh, the series. It would probably be like game five, six, or seven. But um, they they said he was out for game for the series, like, right when it happened, they're like, oh, he's out. And then, like, as game one and game two got closer, they were like, yeah, like, that's not true. Like, he, he could possibly come back. We just don't know definitively when. But, I mean, think about it. This goes six or seven games. I mean, you're not playing that game for another, you know, you're not playing that game for another week and a half, so a lot can change. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, you know, it's, it's I think game three will be big. Um, game three will be big because if, if the Bucks lose, you know, then really mo- quote unquote momentum is, is really with the Celtics and, you know, they won back home court. Uh, and then that would present the must win game four for the four Bucks. But if Bucks win game three, you know, then they're up to one on track and then they're potentially getting Middleton back for a game six or seven. Um, and I'll take Giannis. I'll take Giannis in, in a game six or seven over a lot of these young guys the Celtics have that are stars. But, um, you know, it, it, you know, I think it's a pretty evenish series right now. Uh, you know, I think it could go either yeah, way. We need, we need Williams to Grant Williams to uh, perform. That's big. He played him performing on, on the on. He on he now. played. Very yeah, good. and he had a big night. I think he had twenty one points or twenty points. Um, like how last you, night, how, so. like how you don't. Um, really see uh that duo both of them both struggling like the way they did i don't see Giannis having another game like that uh he shot 11 of 27 doesn't really tell the whole story he was two of 12 and one of 10 at one point 11 of 27 is still horrible um you know uh, only nine rebounds i you know i don't really see Giannis having a game that bad where he starts out one for 
you know, two for 12, and they're pretty much out of it right off from the start. They're behind 20 early. In the yeah. Second. I mean, it was, a, yeah, it was a wire, wire to wire win for, you know, for I, the Celtics. I, I really don't know if either one of these games are, are very much indicative because of how bad the stars played on their teams. I think we'll see, see mm-hmm. much closer games going forward. Uh, I do. I think definitely, definitely, you know, cause it's like, I game think one, um, that's not the Celtics game too. That's not the bucks, you know, maybe the Celtics, the, the right. Bucks got a, Celtics, you know, took them for granted without Middleton, and then maybe the Celt- the Bucks got a little too high. That's what basketball is all about: getting, you know, too confident, too cocky, and then you know you get your shit kicked in, and it's like, all right, well, we got to really got to go to work here. Yeah, I think this is. Uh, I think this is going to be. I think this probably goes seven. I think it's going to be pretty waiting, back and forth. Celtics in seven at home. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I I think so. I think they. Uh, this is definitely the best team and best coach team that they've had in probably the last five years, probably since that um, run against LeBron when he was still on the Cavs, when we had, you know, it Brown was first coming in. This is probably the best team since then. Very good team. It's a very good team. Uh, It's a great, uh, I think it's it's a great defensive. I think it's going to be tough. No matter who wins this series though, having to play the heat. I think that's going to be tough because this is going to go longer than the heat series. And, the Heat are going to be well rested. They're going to be ready to go. They can play you, well man, against both these teams. At times, I, when Jimmy Butler and Spo went at it that night, I'm like, "Well, you can toss, throw the season away." We lost like two or three in a row. I really didn't feel good, and then we ended up winning five or six to end the year, uh, and all's water under the bridge, so seemingly. Um, but you know, I yeah. think it was like the Celtics, um, the Nets, and you know, and the Bucks were like, "Oh, those a lot of team people," but like the Heat are flying under the radar, like I've never seen, like. People like even myself. I'm like, like first round. I thought the Hawks would give us a better um, effort. Did we sweep them or did we win four one? I think it was four one. I think it was four one. Yeah, I think it was four one. Um, but still, the Hawks aren't a joke of a team. Like they have, a, they have, a, they have. A, we saw what they did last year. They almost, they almost made it to the finals. They're one game away from making the finals. Um, but yeah, they're just flying under the radar, and I love it. It's like, oh, they have the Hawks. They'll beat the Hawks. Hawks are a nine or ten seed. And then it's like, oh, we have a beat up Sixers team. You know, it's like, oh, they haven't really played anyone. Um, I think I'm more afraid of the Bucks. I think. I mean, the Bucks did sweep us last year. Um, you know, I, you know, who do we put on Giannis? Uh, do we put P.J. Tucker? He's a little short on him. Uh, very tough, though. Do we put, like, who do, who do you guys think we would put, we'd put on him? Uh, can't put Lowry. He's too small. Um, maybe Oladipo gets some time on him. I don't, I don't really know. Um. Exactly. I mean, you you would see some bam on them, of course. Uh, but you know, yeah, I think it's probably a, a joint effort between those three, between would, Tucker, Old Depot, and uh, yeah, even us. I mean, it's like and Jimmy too. See, Jimmy, Jimmy would probably play yeah. a little bit, but I just you know, it, it it's he destroyed us last year, and he got a he, we we got swept last year, and I was so shocked we got swept because the year before we beat the Bucks pretty soundly. Uh, and remember, before last year, Giannis was kind of a was kind of not good in the playoffs, and the Bucks were kind of a joke in the playoffs. Um, people forget it's it's inter- it's funny to me how narratives change like that. Um, and I think if 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 they lose this series in five or six or something, like you probably have to hold you know Giannis a little bit accountable and be like you know he had a great run, but a lot of times he doesn't perf- his teams don't perform amazing in the playoffs. But I- I'm a little more afraid of the Bucks for that reason. Maybe it's recency bias, but your defense is locked down. I just think also, you know, we can match up a little better uh, with you. Like I have no, I have less problem putting a PJ Tucker on a, on a, um, 
you know, uh, on a Tatum or probably more so um, Brown. And then Jimmy taking Brown, my chances yeah. with Jimmy. Even Lowry can give them looks at times. Um, Lowry's a pit bull, man. I love him. We're, we are missing him. It just, you know, I, I just think he's a huge, even though he doesn't score a million points, like he's a, he's a very important ball hander facilitator and one of the best defensive point guards. He's like a Drew Holiday in that regard, always under the radar defensively and just I think tough. I think him and Smart is a great matchup. Lowry and Lowry and Smart defensively. That's that is that is. I I don't think I don't be think, pretty to be even. Honest, I, I I don't think Smart's the best defender on his own team. I think he's. Um, I I don't I don't think I think I think Robert Williams player of the year to Marcus or Marcus Smart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> How I, dare I you disrespect I don't, I don't think he's my defensive been. player of the year? I don't. Year. I, I thought. I mean, well, rating wise, defensive rating wise, I think Mikael Bridges is much better. Um. Miles Bridges was actually better than Mikael, uh, Mikael Bridges. No one knows about that, though. Um, but he's really not as known for that. Um, and then, yeah, I, I, I think Robert Williams is a better defender. The numbers say that as well. Oh, yeah, I think for that's sure. That's what I meant. That's what I meant, that at Robert Williams, he's not the yeah. best defender. On his, and no, that's I a good know. problem to have. Um, um, but Shams just tweeted that Ben Simmons is, will undergo surgery on his torn labia. Just kidding. His back. <laughs> I was like, did he mean Labrum? <laughs> oh man. Uh, now, what about the West? We got the um, we got the Warriors and who are the Warriors playing? Uh, Grizzlies. Uh, yeah, the Warriors, Grizzlies. I mean, we this could be the best the best matchup of any any series yeah, we got so far. Game one was amazing. Yeah, I mean, game two also amazing. Yeah, I mean, say, I mean yeah. you kind of probably. I mean, I feel like people just, you know, the when they win game one, being the Warriors, they're pretty much money in the bank. Uh, the the Grizzlies kind of let one get away. I think game game one, uh, and it's safe to say. And then I think um, people kind of thought probably both the Celtics and the Grizzlies would, you know, you know, sit down, and they both came back. Um, and they both made, had statement wins, and Jaw dropped 47, and they did this without Dylan Brooks, a really important defender um, for them, and he could be suspended a game. What did you guys think of the uh, the foul, uh, the ejection? Do you think suspension should be warranted? Um, what, what did you think of it? Because at first glance, I did not think it was as egregious. I still think I don't think it's as egregious as some people do. Um, I don't know what do you I mean, think. I, I mean, I I I agree like that. It was a flagrant. Should probably should have gotten ejected, but I don't really. Yeah, think... I mean, it's Draymond makes a good point. He got suspended from a finals game for that. Like, well, Draymond his also, was a Draymond's little bit more history, egregious. But Draymond's history is also Draymond. There's a hundred videos of Draymond kicking dudes in the nuts. So I don't really want to hear it from Draymond. Right. There's literally there's all there's a, there's literally fifty times that you can see him kicking someone in the nuts. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I don't really hate what Kerr said. It was a dirty play. He doesn't know if it was intentional. I don't think it was intentional at all. I think he's a little bit out of control, but, you know, I mean, I get it. You know, when, you know, a player's in the air, they're a little bit, but this wasn't something like where you're taking the, you know, the knees out under them potentially. This is, isn't as bad to me as intentionally what Zaza Pachulia used to do, um, with having people intentionally land underneath them. Uh, you know, I think he was a little bit out of control. And, uh, you know, I think he was a little bit out of control there. And, and, you know, I don't think a suspension should be merited. And, again, like past history, this is not a dirty player. Dylan Brooks is not a dirty player. Like, 
Draymond Green needs to realize, like, when, when he gets suspended these things, it's like your past history does affect. Like, again, like, like all right. those things, they do matter. Um, so, I don't know. What do you think, Dave? You think it's egregious? You think it's, you know, flagrant too? You think it's suspension worthy? No, common foul. Common foul. Common foul. I love it. I love, but like, but like, think Don't about it. Know. When he's doing what he's doing, like, and he's going for the layup, like, like, it's very, very unlikely. Like, how, like, it resulted in a in a broken. What was it? Elbow or wrist? What was it? Um, elbow not, was it? like a. Yeah, I mean, but in general, I'm not like, like looking back at a at a foul to like determine if it. You know, lo- looking back at a foul in like slow mo replay, it just it doesn't it takes context out of it does because you're the, you're the chasing someone down mm-hmm. full, and you're just trying to make a play on the ball, and it's like you don't you don't see yeah. it. It's like oh, it's like oh, he was a little out. Like from what I see, it's like he's out of control. Like you know, tough to, for him to make a play on the ball there, um, and like he like got part of his body. Like that's all happened. He got part of his body. Yeah, I know. And like the thing is, like even growing up playing basketball, like you don't. You don't like when you're going. A guy gets on a breakaway layup, and you decide, and you're like, you're the man to beat, or you're, the, and you decide you're going to foul him. Like, you're going to foul. You make soft. an intentional foul. Yeah, you're not yeah, going to foul. Him you, soft. That's what like, they always tell you. They say he better not get three. You know, yeah. you better make sure if you're going to foul him, he better not make it. Yeah. So you're you're taught to make sure it's a good foul. You know, and I've been in that position position plenty of times. My only thought is don't hit him in the head. I'm chopping down your fucking arms Arm, yeah. like George Washington's cherry tree. I'm not going for the ball. I'm going for your forearms. I'm not yeah. I'm not making in my head, I'm making no mental play towards the ball. Oh, yeah. Because I know if I whack your arms and there's nothing wrong exactly, with that. You're not you're not making shit. There's never been but anything. Now, now there like, is something wrong with that. Well, I, I think well like, now there like, is. It obviously wasn't as clean a play as you just chopping down the arms. He got like a lot of uh you know, it was more body on body. Oh yeah, I know, um, I know. But, I'm just saying, like, it, yeah, like it, you're gonna look at that replay, and in real, in real speed, you're just gonna be like, okay, yeah, he made a, it's a hard foul, good foul, you know. But in you look at that replay, and it's like, oh, his, his hands were six inches away from the ball, and it, it caught the yeah. corner of <laughs> meniscus of his elbow, and it fu- go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, and, slowing it down, it's like. And, and again, not, I think like it's you not know, the way to do it. Again, this isn't a. They player. should only be able to watch those in in full speed. They shouldn't be allowed to watch them in slow motion. They should. They can watch yeah. replay twenty that's times. Cool. You can only watch it in full speed. That's a, that's a good point. I agree. You guys think the uh, the Warriors pull this out? I do. I'm you still. Know, I'm standing by my fucking preseason. I kind of want Memphis over Bucks to win. I kind of want Memphis to win. So you know, but if a gun's to my head, I'm probably picking the Warriors. But I, I would like to see. I, the... I, yeah, I think Warriors in six. I think, I think the Grizzlies get another game, but then I think the Warriors lock it down and take it in six. Yeah, I think the the Warrior the the Grizzlies are kind of like the Suns this year. They're just like they're gonna get over the hump next year, or at least you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just yeah. they're a year away from being a year away, you know, type of t- type of situation. They I think think they're still a little green. This is still their, you know, this their first hurrah, if you will. Jaws gonna have plenty more chances at at making runs. Um, they could be, but also know, we, set up, they, we thought that about the Suns last year, and they ended up going to the finals. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Very, so like, very much mm-hmm. true. You know, like 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 um, the Suns team last year was more legit than I think we all thought, and they dominated the regular season, but. uh 
We'll see. The yeah. Suns also didn't have to go through the Warriors. That both be, both teams went through a, a somewhat light. Yeah, how, yeah, they did. Would you be shocked if the Grizzlies path. won the series in seven? No, no, I wouldn't be shocked either. No, I no, it's shocked. not like we're not there... talking about the 2016 Warriors. We're talking about the, you know, I think what we these guys is, are older. I think what we see is it's two to two, and it go, and we're going back to um, Golden State, and I think. You know, not to dumb it down, but who wins that game five will probably win it all. And you'd probably you got to take, you know. Yeah. And also, like Draymond's got Draymond's got two uh, two flagrants right now, or flagrant two. If he gets two more, he gets suspended a game. Um, like if he gets yeah. two more flagrant ones or one flagrant two, which could easily happen because he plays like he does not care. Also about doesn't care about getting flagrants, which I find odd. Uh, don't care about getting. I like Draymond's attitude a lot. Um, I, I like how he plays and stuff, but. Um, He's careless yeah. at times. He is careless at times, mm-hmm. and it's cost him, and it's cost. It's not team. even. It's not even reckless because I think it. I think that reckless is the wrong word. So you know, it's like he's just playing hard, but like it, there is a point where it's careless. Like, yeah, I mean, that's so- how he, and that's how he plays in general. When it comes to like you know, like you know, like he commits a lot of fouls. Like he's a great defender. He's a great. He's a good rebounder. Great passer. Does a lot of things above. But he he is careless, and he commits a lot of fouls. Um, so, you know, that's, that's, you know, he, he gets four or five fouls a game, really. Like you see like, oh, Draymond's in foul trouble. Like, yeah, that's because he plays really hard and he plays careless. It's a fair characterization. Now, what about our last series here? We got the Mavs and the Suns. I, I think, I mean, the Suns, obviously Luca gave it everything, 45 points in game one. They end up losing by seven. I think it's going to be a good series too. I think this is going to be a six or seven really? game series. Really, I don't think yeah that. five. I think the I think the Mavs are lucky if they get one. Yeah, that's they how win. I feel. I've been, that, I've been and that's what I've been high on the Mavs all year. That's, I've what, they, act, that's what they win. I really have been a high on the Mavs all year. I love um their I love their squad. I think um they they got shooters all around. Um, Luca Dinwiddie was been great for them honestly. Like like really like he's got another ball handler and. Uh, you know, he's really done a great job in, in his role and just, you know, driving the paint. Brunson, obviously, what can you say about him? He's been everything more. Um, and, you know, obviously, Luke is not going to score 45 a night. And, you you know, you want more from guys like Dinwiddie and whatnot. But, you know, they shot the lights out. Like, let's be honest. They shot like 40-something percent from three. And uh, they still, you know, lost with Luke getting 45. They shot over 50 percent from the first half. I think it's a quick series. I think I think. Uh, the Suns have too many like three and D guys, like defenders, drivers, too many ways to beat you. And really, um, I think I think the Mavericks, yeah, will be lucky to get one. I, I I really do, and I love the Mavs this year. I've been bet on them a lot. I I root for them. Um, you know, Dave doesn't root for them as much as me probably, but uh, I like I like watching. I know. Them. I mean, Luca might be Luca might be my favorite player outside of the Knicks. You know, Luke is awesome. I, I, I love everything about his game, and I, you know, but I, I love never, how you just called the Knicks a player. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyone not not they, on the they, they all equate yeah. to one player. They all equate to what? Yeah, like, they're all the same guy. Put, you put them all together, they're they're like, yeah, maybe one Luca, but um, yeah, maybe one Luca. Together. And I mean, yeah. Luca's only twenty three years old. Oh yeah, yeah like next this guy has an image. The Maver- Mavericks, I need the Mavericks to win about need- seven games next year. Well, <laughs> oh, you have you, to I get that. Right. Like, they need to do a better job with the roster. Like, you know, like their second best player is like before it was Brunson. It was like before it was Dinwiddie. Like, Fiddy Smith is up in the conversation. And like, you Tim know, Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway. Tim mm-hmm. Hardaway will, you know, he. I think he will help them. 
Uh, but like, you know, maybe you trade him or trade, you know, they're probably going to lose Brunson. They're going to need, they're going to need a second guy, whether even if it's like a Chris Middleton three and D guy, um, you know, a higher caliber player than even than a Brunson because Brunson's playing a little over his head. You need like, you know, uh, like a somewhat star, even like, you know, like a, like a Siakam, like a tall, even. White, even like a Siakam. tall white European that, that can shoot and run the pick and roll. Oh, he was such a bust. Uh, he, that did not no, work. But even like Dirk. Oh, oh, I thought you meant. <laughs> no, I was like, talking about KP, but I feel you. Know, you know, it, it would be nice if they had someone that could do the, like, play in the post. You know, like, I'm not saying someone exactly like Siakam, but, like, you know, he's not really, he's more diverse. Rudy Gobert but, probably going to become available soon. See, I don't really like Rudy Gobert there because he condenses the paint so much. They want to drive and kick for three-pointers. It's got to be someone that can be like a bam or, or someone that can expand to the three-point line but but can also play down low. Like, I think a Capella or Rudy, I don't know how much it would do. It'd be nice on lobs, but I think they want, you know, they want their five shooting threes at times. Like, a cat would be sick for them. A Carl Anthony Towns would be sick. Like, because he can bang down low, he can rebound, and he can handle the rock, and he can shoot three. So for three, so and he's not going to be the guy there. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I don't know. They just need Jump like Calo bomb. You know, they just need better players. Sorry. Like your your second yeah. and third best players can't be Brunson and Dinwiddie or Brunson and Finney Smith or you know. Like you just like people are like. I mean, they got to They just got to prove that they can do enough to keep Luca in town. Because I, I mean, Luca's only twenty three, but in three years he gets to choose his fate you, know, yeah. you got yeah. you got three years to fucking shape up i was looking oh, at the man, roster before the dinwiddie crazy if you went to a storied french franchise with the most championships oh, I ever could never, i could never oh see wouldn't that be crazy yeah, like, like, like how about uh, <laughs> one in la <laughs> no how about how about one like that's you know one of the old the oldest franchise in the league the only you guys only are getting original franchise. You guys left. are getting Donovan Mitchell. You guys are getting Donovan Mitchell. I don't even think it's a question. I don't even think <laughs> Great. it's a question. Great. Uh, Julius Randle and Atlanta's going to trade you Kevin Knox as well. All right. I don't even and think it's. Deal. I don't even think it's a conversation. I would. I. I want to find a bet somewhere where I can place his next team because I think it's. It's abs. It, it's apparently he wants to go to the Heat or the Knicks. The Heat are not putting up a package big enough for him. Um, especially if we like, even if they it, wanted to, you couldn't it, without like, you would have to out offer Bam. Weird. That's the only yeah, way you can you'd beat have the to go, And we're not getting rid of Bam for all he does. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. We'd have to, it'd exactly. be so much reshuffling of the, stru- of the, you know, the structure of our team. And, you know, even if you, even if you put up hero and multiple first round picks, that's not beating the Knicks offer. Yeah. I mean, and we don't, much more than we that. don't need to, we don't need to, it's like, we're going to be in the yeah. conference finals at worst. If not make the finals, who knows? Maybe we win the whole damn thing. I don't think we will, but you know, it's not like, you know, you know, I think more minor tweaks than, you know, oh, let's trade the fucking farm for Donovan Mitchell. Um, so you know, we'll we'll see, I guess. He needs but, to he needs to say it though. Mitchell? He needs to say, I want to go to the Knicks and I only want to go to the Knicks. Yeah. That brings the price down. It, it might not it bring would. the price down by a lot, but you know, that's definitely. one less young player you gotta put in or one less it would definitely you bring know, the first round down. pick or it's, it it's one def- less of something. It would definitely bring the price yeah. down. Well, we'll see. We'll see how uh, how well our predictions fare next week. Um, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, we will be back with another episode. Uh, in the meantime, go follow us on the socials at Bleacher Fan, at Bleacher Banter. Check out the store at BleacherFan.com and go rate and subscribe to the podcast. And we'll see you then.